0: In a world where achievements and accolades motivate us to do more and be more, we're often left wondering, is this really it?
1: Deep inside, you know there is more to life. You're ready to leave behind the old push your way through and claim the deeper life that's calling
0: you. That's where we excel. We're your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak, and this is the Soulful Leader Podcast sit back and relax as we share the shortcuts we've uncovered to help you make shift happen.
1: Hi, welcome to the Soulful Leader podcast. This is Stephanie and I'm here with Marin. and this podcast is a special one because I know it is coming at a time when we're meant to be the most inward this time of the year and yet it is probably the most busy, socializing, trying to get things done, wrap things up, whether it's a present or whether it's the year end, whatever it might be. And then we're mixed with a lot of things of what are we going to do with the holidays? You know, who are we going to spend it with? What are we going to spend? What are we going to eat? Where are we going to go? What are we going to do? There seems to be so many questions and it, it can be a great source of joy and inspiration, but it also can bring up a lot of heartbreak and hardships too some things that the shoulda coulda woulda ought you know
0: so this is a special one just to be clear in the northern hemisphere the reason stephanie said this is the most inward we're supposed to be and we're speaking to the northern hemisphere at this point because the the way that the sun and nature works this is the inward time of year. It's the yin part of year. It's the longest day of the, the, the longest night of the year. So we have the most darkness. And when you look around on the in the Northern hemisphere, we're in that cold time of year where everything kind of, the trees pull their sap back and the all the plants have gone underground and the animals go into hibernate. So in nature, when we look around ourselves, Everything has gone inward, and as Stephanie said, like we're so torn as as human beings because we're in this outward party, you know mode of the holidays. It's become an outward thing instead mm-hmm. of what it used to be, which was a time with family, a time to celebrate our gifts not necessarily to give gifts, to celebrate our gifts. Like, what would that be like to... to? Oh, yeah. And to be present to, to them,
1: to be present, uh, and to be present to each other. I think that might be the symbolic reason why we wrap up presents or gifts. Mm. And if we look at a deeper level outside of just the materialism or the physical you know, manifestation of that, it's like, what are... And there's your question, your introspection, right? What are my gifts? To give and what are the gifts that I am receiving from another and to be present to that
0: yeah I love that from the inward place of what are my gifts to give instead of what stuff do I have to give someone else Mm -hmm. and really that is something that that the marketers have sold sold us (laughs)
1: yeah we've become consumers instead of citizens and a community you know and this is maybe a time of a great shift to be able to turn inward and and yet i understand how hard that is to all of a sudden stop buying and consuming because it's been such a perpetual pattern but to be able to, to then turn inward and going what really matters right now what is the most important and not coming from a place of scarcity that i don't have enough to give yes we all do and it's inside of us it's not in a store it's not online it's inside. And have we even introspectively turned inward to go, gee, I wonder what that is. What are my gifts? I know there's a great exercise. And I know Marin and I have done this before. A great exercise to ask some of the closest people in your life, like friends, family, loved ones, even coworkers, and just turn to them and say, what are my gifts? What is it that I bring to our relationship? Or, yeah, what do and, you see? Yeah, what do you see in me that I don't see? and it's a it's a really wonderful thing to it, talk about giving and receiving it's a wonderful thing to to go and ask someone and i know i did this one time with one of my best friends and i remember her saying you know commenting back on, and i'm like you know whatever she said absolutely touched my heart i had no idea that's how she saw me and i mm-hmm. almost thought you know part of me that my skepticism would say oh you're saying that cuz you're my best friend of course you're going to say that And she goes, No, 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 really, Stephanie, you know, this is what I see in you. And, and it actually made me cry, Hmm. not out of tears of, it was almost like I had, I neglected that in myself, I couldn't even see it. And I what a gift that was for her to reflect something that I could not see. And I think that's, it's a wonderful practice at this time of year, a gift giving. I remember one time I was uh, in a place in my life where I didn't have a lot of money and I wasn't able to fly home for Christmas to be with my family. And I had a lot of shame around that. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have nothing. And I sat down and I wrote out a Christmas card and I wrote out the 10 things I love most about you. And I wrote it out for my brother and I wrote it out for my mom and my dad and all those I knew would be around the Christmas table that day. And I remember my brother, he was young at that time. I think he might've been like, I don't know early 20s, maybe, maybe late teens. And I remember him going, you made me cry. <laughs> it's funny thing. He He's like, thanks a lot, Stephanie. You made me cry. And I'm like, I'm glad it opened your heart because yeah. I, like, like my friend who did that, my best friend who said that to me, I'm like, I wanted you to like, to see what I see in you. And I think that's what breaks my heart is it, is when I don't see in myself what others do or when I don't see like in you, like when when you don't see yourself the way that I can see you, we miss it. And this, in a time where we've been isolated from each other for so long, I think now we're starting to integrate and coming back together. And I think it's lovely to have the Christmas parties and the holiday galas and and the time to actually recognize how great it is to come together and belong and share and touch. And being in in the actual physical presence of somebody. And to be able to to reflect to them what we love and what we find beautiful.
0: I think that's just spectacular. Those are the types of things where... You know, like somebody will have that, uh, keep those types of lists in their wallet for years. Or, you know, you find somebody's card, you know, like stack of cards that they kept through their whole lifetime, and everything else fell away. And those are the things that are most meaningful to us. And I I wonder what it would be like if, you know, I mean, oftentimes during this time of year, we find ourselves in the, the go push, gotta get this, gotta get that. And, and we find ourselves exhausted. Mm-hmm. And wondering, did I, did I do enough? Did I get enough gifts? Have I made the right punch? Did, you know, like all this stuff, right? Imagine like doing that and feeling exhausted and somebody hands you, a like, here are the 10 things I most love about you list. And it's like, oh, that's so, yeah. there's so much meaning there. And that's what, that is what I love about this time of year is the amount of meaning that, that is potentially there it makes me sad how much it's become a consumer holiday um and i do see
1: whether that is materialism or food we tend to do (sighs) both right and we get stuffed and we do i mean honestly if you think back in your childhood a gift if, if you can remember all your christmas gifts that you've been given every christmas I I would say you might remember one or two that were very special to you, but generally we don't remember the gifts in the the material, the stuff. But what we do is remember the stories, the memories, and those might be good memories. They might be bad memories, you know, hard, difficult memories. And I think that's something to shift. It's like, what if we could make beautiful memories and it didn't have to have anything to do with materialism or anything to do with like consuming food?
0: Yeah. So just as a quick story, when I was, uh, when I was very young, I was probably I was under 10, I, I want to say I was probably five or six. My grandmother gave me a doll and I was not I was such a tomboy. I played with my brother and his trucks and all of the things and we lived out of state. So my grandmother didn't know me very well. And she was so excited for me to open this doll. And I ripped open the doll. And I looked at my brother's Tonka truck. And I took the doll, I st- I threw her on the ground, I stomped on her and I took my brother's Tonka <laughs> truck in the other room and started playing. My grandmother was horrified, horrified, right? <laughs> so you're, you're talking about the stories, right? That's mm-hmm. what I remember. And here's what I remember is that my grandmother didn't know me well enough. Like she had m- her idea of who i was and who i should be and like oh little girls love dolls well this little girl didn't (laughs) and she didn't know me and that's that's what i remember and imagine like what what is it like to to give our gifts from a place of i want to know you i want to connect to you i want to be in relationship especially in these years following COVID, where we did get it's like isolated from each other Mm -hmm. you know I think that those are spectacular things that you know as our listeners you could play with that this holiday season and and of course once you play with it report back and let us know how it went because (laughs) they're powerful they're powerful things to do I
1: think you know asking the question why also Mm. like you know why am I feeling like I'm not enough, or why am I feeling I have to make this the perfect dinner, or why you know why am I making this whatever this is to give to somebody? What does it really mean to me? And if I am I attached to the outcome, or am I you know? If we could just let go of all of the outer stuff, you know, we have these wonderful or I I, I love rituals. I absolutely love rituals, and why I love them so is because it makes memories for me. It builds memories that I take in my heart. And there's a saying, you know, that I've heard from spiritual mysticism that say, you know, when we leave, when we walk on from this life into whatever is meant to walk on, we don't take the materialism with us. We don't take it. We take the memories. We take who we've become in this lifetime. And so if we're not working with, well, who am I? What am I becoming? What do I, who do I want to become? Not what do I want to do in my life? But if we're not asking ourselves those questions and we don't ask those that we are wanting to give to either, Mm -hmm. who are you? What would you like to become? Or what would support you? Those are, that's the gift of relationshiping. That's the gift of connection. And I think, you know, one of my favorite rituals that I had as a little girl with my grandmother, I was really close with her and we watched the sound of music every Mm -hmm. single year at christmas time it's like and i still now i can't watch it without crying all the way through it but it's not crying because i'm so sad that we had horrible memories i'm crying because i miss her so much and she's right there with me when i watch that because as she aged she lost her hearing and she couldn't hear a thing Mm -hmm. and this is before the tv had caption underneath it to be able to to know what was going on, but we had watched it so many times from the yeah. 70s and the 80s that by the time you know she was in her 90s and she couldn't hear and it didn't have caption, she still knew every every single word and every song that we could sing together. And to me, that is the greatest gift my grandmother. Well, well one of the greatest gifts my grandmother and I had
0: together yeah. was that time. That's so special. And I guess if there's one thing that I for myself and then selfishly for all of you out there would want for this particular holiday season is to go to the deeper level, to take the road less traveled and, you know, look inside and ask the bigger questions of what you know, the stuff that Stephanie was just talking about, the whys behind, why, mm-hmm. why do I feel the need to make sure that everything is perfect? And whatever the answer is, it's not right or wrong or good or bad. It's not a reason to shame yourself. It's just starting to to dive into the inquiry. Mm-hmm. And then maybe take the, the five, Closest people to you, and and write a list. Like, hey, you know what? Let's do this this Christmas. Let's write a list for each other, of what are the top ten oh most my powerful gosh. things. Wouldn't that? I be love great? that.
1: I love that. Instead of giving gifts in the may of materialism, gifts with each other. What if we just sent sat down with the five of us and we wrote out the five most beautiful things we see in each other? Yeah. And then you have that, and that to be able to reflect on that, and even put it up on your wall. So when you have those. Days coming forth in the in twenty twenty four, you can go. Oh my gosh, I have these gifts. Like to really claim them, to really receive. Because I I believe that's also what the holidays are. It's like where there's darkness, there's always light. That's why we. It might be the one of the darkest, you know, the shortest days of the year are now, but yet we have the most brilliant lights that are lit up in in the towns and in our homes and, you know, to me that that's there's always the opposites. Both are there. Light and dark are both there.
0: The other thing about it being the darkest time of the year, it's like when we go inward, it concentrates the light. And we can see this in nature too. So when a tree pulls its sap back, there's not less sap. It just is concentrated. It pulled back so now you've got this concentration of light inside you what a beautiful time to actually take a moment and go inside and explore the light and the the beauty and then share that in some words with with somebody even if it's in addition Mm -hmm. to you know it's like maybe your family isn't ready to or your friends are not ready to say you know (laughs) to heck with the 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 material crap i know in my life i don't want anyone to give me any more stuff i have so much stuff in my life (laughs) i (laughs) i need to like i need to purge personally um and so i would love to hear from people like what is that about me that that speaks to you, that that brings joy into your heart, that makes you want to you know, step up or do what's next or feel inspired, you know? I love it. And what a great thing to do with our teams. <laughs> like, yeah, that, wouldn't that be amazing instead of buying a bunch of gifts? And maybe it's a both and, maybe you buy the gifts and, and you also have an exercise that you do together.
1: But I think the most important thing is to do it with love. Don't feel like you're you're already enough, and I think sometimes we don't realize that we have everything that we need inside of us, and that things can actually be so beautiful by going inward and sharing that inward place with someone that you know we're afraid of emotions too, so the tears or the sad you know the sadness or the laughter or like both are there, they're all there. And that it's okay. There's space for that. It's funny because, you know, I mean, metaphorically, the whole um, teaching story of, you know, the, Mary and Jesus didn't have a space to give birth. Mm-hmm. And that that's a metaphor on a level, too, of like where our feminine and our masculine doesn't have space to give birth, which the Christ child was re- representative of opening our hearts. That's where the cross comes from. Is that you have a vertical line from your toes to your head and you have a horizontal line with your arms stretched out and that actually makes the cross. So it's like on a metaphor level, you know, Mary and Jesus, Mary, Jesus and Joseph, we're all here to represent the divine feminine and the divine masculine making space for the integration of the heart. Right, it's a very interesting. In a and bringing it together into the world, into the world, and where do we not have space because we've taken it up with the shodokudo atus or the isms, the perfectionism, you know, uh, isms or whatever the isms are in your life, you know. Yeah, what if we could let all that?
0: Yeah. What if we could let all those isms go? and And i love that you brought that up because it's not another should so this time this time of year like let go of all the shoulds and if this feels like oh it's one more thing i should do let it go just rest inside Mm -hmm. right it really is about making space and taking taking a time out going within and just and being being the 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 inner womb so that we can like start to move outward as the new year comes and that type of thing. So and make space for the inn. Yeah,
1: you know there is no room in the inn. It's like, well, make space in there. What's taking up space? What's crowded in there? And that's yours. That's yours to discover. And it can be a beautiful house cleaning, so to speak, from the
0: internal sense of mind and emotions. Yeah. So there are some wonderful ideas. We would love to hear back from you um, on our soulful leaders, either on LinkedIn or on Facebook. And if you're not yet familiar with our 12 days of creation speaking of space (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's a great way for you to make space for what's incoming in 2024 it's a completely different way of you're not goal setting for the new year you're not doing new year's resolutions it's presencing over the 12 days of christmas it's using an ancient mystic way of doing this Presencing over the 12 days of Christmas, the incoming next 12 months of the year. And it's really spectacular. We've been doing it for a few years. If you'd like to join us, you can find information on our website, tslp.life, or you can find it on Stephanie's website, which is stephaniejallen.com, or my website, which is marindance.com. And we look forward to seeing you all next year. Or maybe there's one more podcast this year. You'll have to check in, tune in to find out. <laughs> we'll see you all next week on the Soulful Leader Podcast.
1: And that wraps up another episode
0: of the Soulful Leader Podcast with your hosts, Stephanie Allen. And Marin Oslak. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to dive deeper, head over to our website at the soulful leader podcast.com until next time.